sometimes I will tell a graphic sex joke on stage. And that kind of stuff in particular, I'm like, I don't know if I want my mum or dad to hear that. Uh, so I very much uh, ask, like, I think for the most part, I'm just like, don't come to see me live. Uh, if you want the recording, it's online, you can watch it. And they do and they have, and they're very like supportive. This is Helen from Asian Bitches Down Under. I have the pleasure today to introduce the upcoming, um, or already is a comedian star, uh, Gunet Kaur. Uh, Gunet Kaur is a writer, stand-up comedian and producer of Sydney's only women's comedy night, Yay the Girls Comedy. She made her way onto Sydney's comedy scene a few years ago and has been leaving audience in stitches ever since. Gunit has become a Royal Comedy National Finalist in 2022 and has since performed at some of the most prestigious comedy clubs across the country, including the Comedy Store. Recently, she made her mark as a contributing writer on the hit ABC show, Question Everything. So without further ado, uh, let's welcome Gunit. Yay! Hello, thank you for having me. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, good. How are you? Oh, very well, yeah. Um, so I want to start with uh, some of the uh, personal background questions. Where did you grow up? What was your family and childhood like? Um, so uh, I have, uh, I mean, did have an Indian family. Um, I grew up in Parramatta for the most of my life. My parents um, moved here when I was four, so not technically second gen, but almost. I feel like it's second gen in spirit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, my parents moved to Parramatta uh, and then it was pretty good. Like it was pretty multicultural. Um, it was like, yeah, it, like my high school had kind of a population of almost everyone from everywhere. Oh, so yeah. it was very mixed. I see. Um, so before comedy, did you thought about any other careers or work or what, what did you study? Um, I have a bachelor's Oh, actually an honours in psychology. I'm not using it. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I think for a while I wanted to be a psychologist, but um, I don't know. I got tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, when and where did you start developing a love for comedy? Where did comedy all came from for you? Well, I think I'm really weird because I think a lot of people, like comedians, um, will want to be comedians as children, they like watch comedy growing up and be like, oh wow, I want to do that. Um, I had no idea I wanted to do comedy until I did comedy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think uh, what happened for me was a friend of mine signed up for a comedy night um, and she kind of like encouraged me to sign up as well and I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. And I fully believed that no one would have me on just because like no one had heard of me. So I was like, oh, there's no way they'll put me on the lineup. I'll just sign up, whatever. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I signed up and then they did put me on. So I panicked for a while mm. and then I eventually did my first set and it went really well. And since then, I've just kind of been chasing the dragon. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Do you have any specific favorite comedians? I mean, do you, what do you want? I'm sure everyone watches comedy outside of their, you know, work. Um, do you have yeah. a comedian? I mean, yeah, there's so many great people in like the local Sydney scene as well. Um, but like the bigger international ones, I really love James A. Castor. It's probably one of my favorites. Okay, so what sort of impact that had on your on the style of your comedy? You think? I'm I'm not I'm not really sure how. I've always found like 
that like an interesting thing where obviously whatever art form I'm using the word art very uh, liberally here because I, yeah. I don't know how artistic comedy is because um, obviously whatever you're doing if you're creating something I think you have to watch other people create to sort of influence your own work but it's hard for me to say how exactly any one person um, any one comedian has influenced mm -hmm. my work because I feel like I just try and be myself mm -hmm. or a version of myself mm -hmm. anyway yeah. So I don't think there's any direct correlation. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, okay, I understand. Um, do you have a particular style of comedy that you like? Um, I mean, I, I've been, I, I don't, ha I haven't been to enough comedy or stand-ups to uh, categorize all the comedy styles, but um, in between maybe roasting others, punching <laughs> self-deprecating has been one of the style which one do you think that you prefer or you like the most um i really like watching anyone who's doing anything a bit weird just because i don't know how to do that mm. um so uh like sam campbell's great like he's a bit absurdist with his comedy so i think i appreciate anyone who's doing anything a little strange mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so where do you collect the stories and what's the process of your writing comedy um uh well i guess some of it uh, some of my comedy is observational, um, so some of it will be like uh, I'll notice something or um, I'll have an observation that I think is funny and then I, it's about fleshing that out and playing with it until I find out what the punchline is. Mm -hmm. um, other times uh, something will happen to me, um, like a lot of my comedy I guess is about things in my life, so sometimes it's about family, sometimes it's about like people I've gone on dates with or I've got jokes about my boyfriend mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So. Um, Mm. Um, yeah, some yeah. It's just things happen, and then uh, if I think they're funny, I'll try and make jokes out of them. Um, speaking of your family and your own relationship, uh, how did how does you how what do you think about your own background and ethnicity associated with your comedy work? Have you received any feedback from your family? Have they actually watched your perform? Um, they've watched me, but not live. I think. Oh. <laughs> Uh, like they've, they've wanted to come, but I get a bit awkward about it. Is it's my own n neuroses and being just really neurotic. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I, I get really nervous because like I think Indian culture is a bit more conservative mm -hmm. uh, than Western yeah. culture. I feel like that's the same with a lot of Asian cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I get a bit nervous on that front just because I feel like I'm not very I'm very like liberal and I'm not very conservative at all and. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I will tell a graphic sex joke on stage and that kind of stuff in particular I'm like I don't know if I want my mum or dad to hear that <laughs> uh, so I very much uh, ask, like I think for the most part I'm just like don't come to see me live uh, if you want the recording it's online you can watch it and they do and they have and they're very like supportive but uh, because I'm neurotic and nervous <laughs> I've asked them not to uh, come live so far um, have you ever had any funny or unusual on stage experience like when audience hackling you or the audience just don't respond at all? Oh uh, yeah, sometimes you get a crowd that is not very responsive. Um, I don't think it happens super often. Mm. Um, oh, I guess the worst is sometimes uh, if you get booked for a gig and then it's a crowd full of uh, people who are not from Australia, like backpacker fish um, crowd. Maybe some of them English is a second language and it's not the easiest so you don't get a lot out of them. Mm -hmm. um, that can be a bit rough. Uh, 
I don't get heckled a lot, thankfully. Um, there's been once or twice where I've like had kind of some sexism in terms of heckles mm. and don't kind of stand out to me. But most of the time when I get heckled, I think a lot of the time it's people who are like drunk and supportive and they want to be a part of the comedy. Um, and they're just like, we'll, we'll say something nice, but it still kind of gets in the way of your jokes. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to deal with that a little bit. But overall, um, yeah, overall, I don't deal with many mean hecklers or anything like that. Amazing, that's great. Yeah. Well, my next question is similar to what I've just asked before. Um, as a woman of color, your own observation in of the comedy industry, what sort of challenges that you've seen? Um, you know, as a woman of color working in the comedy industry. I mean, across maybe Australia or if possibly in the future working overseas. I think um, there is this perception that if you're a minority, then you're getting more opportunities somehow, just off the basis of only being a minority. Like there's this idea that like, oh, well, if you're, uh, especially as a queer woman of color, people sometimes will say, other comedians will sometimes offhandedly say things to me like, well, SBS would love you. And I'm like, okay, but they don't, and I still have to work hard for everything that I get and everything that I do. It's still, like, it's not just that you are a brown woman and people give you an award or a certificate for it there's no like you know there's no a scholarship mm -hmm. um but yeah there's this perception that because um there's more of an emphasis on diversity now that it must be easier and i guess in some ways um i guess the positive is that it is easier to stand out and i think that is a good thing um like your point of difference becomes a strength but at the same time, it's still you still have to work just yeah. as hard as everyone else. Absolutely, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I like to ask your opinions about the boundaries of political correct correctness. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's becoming harder or easier to make jokes with all these, you know, ideas of cancel culture floating around the past few years. I mean, where do comedians draw the lines of political correctness? I mean, I, I often wonder. Um, can everything, uh, every offending feeling be erased with the line, it's a joke? Uh, where do you draw your line personally, you think, as a comedian? Um, for me personally, usually, um, unless I'm being tongue-in-cheek, in which case I think it's my responsibility for the audience to know, like, as a performer, mm -hmm. if I'm saying something that I don't believe and it's important for the joke, that you know that I don't believe it, that's my job to convey that. And if the audience as a whole doesn't understand that I don't really mean what I say, mm -hmm. then that's like I failed in a sense. Um, but like m mostly as my my goal when I like write jokes is even if I'm being a bit mean or a bit like saying things that I don't really mean, it, in a sense it's like um, in the context of political correctness, I think just say what you st like stand by. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I think if you kind of believe the premise of your jokes or um then that's kind of enough i think mm, mm, mm. yeah i guess so yeah i'm totally with that um what do you think of the idea that being a comedian everyone assumed that you're funny all the time have you came across with people just come up to you and ask you to present a joke or have they do you put your perp, like you do you divide yourself you know outside of work that you're just you know like everyday regular people or people, your friends would assume that you that now you're a comedian you have a comedian title um we're gonna you know assume that you're 
you can be funny all the time. Do you, do you have you ever come across with that situation? Um, it's it's less of an issue with friends. It's more of an issue with like strangers, I guess. So like um, the common trope is that if you're a comedian, you shouldn't tell Ubers or taxi drivers because <laughs>、uh, they either like will be like tell you they will either say tell me a joke or the other thing that they do sometimes is they start telling you jokes、uh-huh. like. As a pitch, like you should put this in your set, and they'll start telling you a joke that has been around for years that people can read on the internet. And you're like, okay, well, that's not quite how this works, but thank you.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sometimes it sometimes it is a bit of that.、Um, yeah, I remember like about a month ago, I had to mail off some posters and flyers for、uh, the comedy festival in Melbourne, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and. The guy at the post office was just like, "Oh, you're a comedian," because he was looking at all these flyers, and I was trying to get him to package them. Uh, uh, and he was like, "Oh, you're a comedian. Can you tell me a joke?" And I was like, "I'm just trying to get this shipped right now. Like, I'm actually in a bit of a rush right now. I, like, I'm not at work. I'm not at work.、Uh, you're at work, so you need to your stuff. Not telling you a joke, <laughs>、um, which sounds mean, but like, I just yeah, sometimes I don't feel like it's my job to entertain entertain strangers on the street, you know." Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.、Um, somewhere that I read from about your、um, bio that you've been described by Sydney Morning Herald as both sharp and anxious.、Uh, yeah. Do you agree with everything that Sydney Morning Herald critics said?、Um, <laughs> what do you think of that description of you? Do you think?、Um, You're sharp.、Uh, obviously, you're very sharp. I, I feel like all the comedians need to be sharp and、oh, ready all the time.、Um, anxious. That's a funny way to describe a person. <laughs> <laughs> I think.、Uh, I think that is a bit in the stage persona that I have.、Um, I think I'm a bit more neurotic on stage, and it definitely. But like, I don't mind that. It's just part of the like. I think I'm definitely a version of myself on stage, and the version of me on stage is slightly more mentally ill. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you present yourself as a bit of an anxious person, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I've seen other comedians do it, and you know, people find that a little bit funny and you know, amused by it.、Um, so, final question. Apart from, I'm going to let our listeners know know about your upcoming performance at the Amos Theatre. Anything else apart from the Sydney Comedy Festival this year that you're preparing yourself for? Oh, like I might do something for Fringe Comedy in September, but that's so far away.、Um, yeah, just just Sydney Comedy Festival, really. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for speaking with me today on the podcast. And tickets are on sale for the twenty twenty three Sydney Comedy Festival. Gunnett Cole will be performing on the eight, I believe, eighteenth and the nineteenth at. Uh, Mo Theatre, yeah. So get your tickets now, and I'm not joking. I'm sure that you'll be absolute blast because I've seen you online.、Um, so for our listeners, go online, get your tickets, and support the comedians.、Um, actually, the final question is here: is where can our listeners find you on social media? Do you have a、um, Instagram handle?、Um, yeah, yeah. It's、uh, my first name, Gunny G U N E. E、uh, sorry G U N W E T underscore of course so O F K A U R S E oh that's amazing with the wordplay yeah I love that well thank you、um, then, yeah I'm on TikTok as well thank you again yeah thank you so much bye.